Hey everybody, it's Nick, and I'm just here to let you know that this episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the new Full Focus Planners, including the new Coil Format and Brown Leather Saddle Executive Planner. I didn't even know about this the other day. They look awesome. You should go check them out. And the good news is you can get them for 10% off right now if you go to fullfocusplanner.com. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hello, Courtney. Hi. How are you? How are you today? I am doing good. Um, I feel like it's been a really long time uh, since you and I kind of sat in these chairs together. Wait, it's we're been not a, sitting it's together. It's been a little while. It's been a while. We're not even together still. We're still no, zooming away, internet style recording today. Uh, Courtney, has anything happened in your world? Have you experienced any <laughs> growth in this season? You know, yeah, lots of things have changed in my world since we uh, were last together recording. Uh, but probably most significantly, as I am very, very pregnant um, at this point. Uh, so, insert applause there, Nick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. We uh, we're not necessarily trying to have a baby during the middle of a pandemic, but friends, uh, we, my husband and I, are. So, um, I am due in December, and it, it's been pretty interesting. But yeah, uh, to say this year has been. Um, really different from what I thought it was going to be. It's just, it just exponentially um, compounds on itself. uh, The more I think about it. Sure. Just a couple of things may be different than what we first thought it would be. My guess is for you listening, maybe this year's looked a little different than you anticipated as well. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking about is related to this. How do you deal with change when it comes to your goals? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Yeah, I think everybody is kind of felt that this year. And actually, we've talked about this topic before, and I'm really glad that we are discussing it again today because I think the further we get into 2020, the more we realize, like, maybe it's just me, Blake. I don't know if you felt like this, but it was kind of like early on, I felt like, oh, it's going to go back to normal pretty soon. Uh, But the further we get into this, the more I realize like, oh, this is like, this is, this is it, you know? And I think the further I get into it, I realize even some of the goals that I looked at early on when this was happening and like kind of reevaluated continue to need to be reevaluated. Like I kind of am like, oh, Well, this, well, for me specifically, like now I'm having a baby, you know, there's some of these goals that all of a sudden don't seem like, it's like, who wrote this goal? This person was crazy. They had no idea what they were uh, talking about. And I think maybe a lot of you feel that way about the goals that you set um, at the beginning of 2020. You know, Blake is a great name that works for a boy or a girl. Uh, Just food for thought. I kid you not, Blake. It actually was one of the names on the board for my daughter. Yeah, it was. It sounds Blake cool Baker? too. Blake yeah. Baker? I, I mean, that's hello fame. It's just asking for it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so reevaluate those goals, Courtney. I think this is huge because sometimes when you set a goal, it feels like now that goal is your boss. 
and you're a failure if you don't achieve it exactly how you set out to achieve it when you first mm -hmm. envisioned it, right? But the truth is, you're always the boss of your goals. Your goals aren't the boss of you. Ultimately, your goals are designed to work for you, right? They're designed, mm -hmm. you set them because you want to become something more. You want to reach your potential. Yeah. You want to achieve a specific result, right? But if they don't fit you anymore, you don't have to crunch and change yourself or uh, live in a make-believe world where what's important now has to line up with what was important nine months ago. Well, and I think the result of that, of just like trying to force fit it, you know, like what I had planned is what I'm going to do no matter what results in a lot of anxiety and a lot of frustration. And what my, my concern is that you look back at this year and think, you know, goal setting, that's just not for me. I mean, look at this year, you know, what I set out to do, I was not able to do. And then it kind of creates kind of a weird dynamic with goal setting when we know that goal setting is so important. It makes you happier. The pursuit of goals is a very, very good thing. But, you know, just trying to force fit uh, what you set out in January, especially for 2020, uh, is probably not going to be your best path. Exactly. You have to learn to reassess your goals on a periodic basis. That's part of the the goal setting muscle that you're developing isn't just I always set and achieve my goals. That's unrealistic. And that's not even the point. Mm -hmm. The point is to become who you want to become ultimately, right? Or, or for your business to become what you want it to become or your, in your family life for that to become what you feel like you want it to become. So part of this skill set is reassessing, reevaluating, mm -hmm. flexing, and shifting and keeping these goals relevant so that you'll feel energized and you'll feel excited about where you're going. Yeah, and I think we culturally look at goals as like that's something you do once a year and then you just like plow ahead, you know. And what we really need to teach ourselves this year especially um, – is that shift of like what we set out for the year owns us to really looking at how we do quarterly reevaluation and that we own the goals. You know, like we have all the power in this situation and we need to use it. So let's dig into this. You can keep your goals relevant to your life by reevaluating them every quarter and taking one of five actions. We call these the five R's. Or if you're a pirate, you would say this. We call these the five R's. I'm so sorry. Oh, did, you, <laughs> did you hear that, Court? I could hear the unsubscribes. They were just mm. like, oh, oh. Yeah, they. we just lost 75% of the people. We but... did. I wish we had an animated GIF of Blake's face when you said that. Uh... <laughs> There's a reason intense. this is an audio medium. Let's just say that. <laughs> There's a reason we keep this audio. So we've got five R's. Let's dig into it. Okay, so the first action um, to keep goals relevant in your life um, by reevaluating is to rejoice. And we've talked a lot, like you and I, about how I struggle with this. You know, sometimes this is not my, like, MO. I like to get a goal done and like I'm already on to the next thing. And I think a lot of people 
listening may relate to that too. And it can be easy. You know, you accomplish something really important, but there's this cycle of there's something else really important, most likely right behind that. Um, And it's honestly one of the reasons, one of the things the Full Focus Planner has really taught me is to really take the time to notice when I have accomplished something and to, to go ahead and set rewards for those things. I love that. I rarely set a specific reward per se, but one thing that I try to do on a quarterly basis is take at least one extra day off of work uh, in coordination. Usually my wife, Elena, and I will do a quarterly preview together. And Mm -hmm. I like to take time away and do something special, you know, and, and kind of, you know, if it's a special date or we get out of town or something to just sort of because that's where we do. We will, you know, over a cocktail, we'll just be like, wow, you know, look, you know, if we hit mm-hmm. the goal or if at least we hit it <laughs> to the point where we no longer want to have that goal, we want to move on. Let's celebrate how far we came. Something like that. Some rhythm uh, of rejoicing, I think, is really healthy. Well, and we talk a lot about, um, you know, what gets scheduled, gets done around here. And if you're like me, if you struggle with like taking the time um, to rejoice, you know, scheduling it is really, really helpful. Uh, and for those of you that are in a great practice of doing a quarterly preview, you know, that's kind of built in um, to it. But you can you schedule that time um, to rejoice in what you've accomplished. Action two is recommit. So you want to do this action when you're noticing that you've drifted away from your goal. You're you're not on pace. Life got messy. Michael, he calls this the messy middle of goal achievement in that process. And sometimes you drift away and you look back at your goal and you say, you know what? This still matters. I actually still want to do this. This is still relevant but I've gotten disconnected from my why. The reason that this motivated me in the first place has gotten lost in the messy middle. So what you wanna do in this instance is look back over your why. What was the reason why this goal mattered? If you wrote that down when you started, that's great. Maybe you've got a full focus planner, there's a space to write down your key motivations, but I don't know about you, Courtney. Sometimes for me, I need to just refresh the why. You know, it's kind of like I'll look at a goal and I'll be journaling and I'll say, does this still matter? Question mark. And then I just let myself kind of mentally vomit my thoughts of, well, you know, this is going on and this is going on and da da da. Now Courtney's pregnant. And so I'm too excited. <laughs> can't focus on anything. Right. But in that process, I found, you know what? I've got to rediscover why this matters. Mm-hmm. And if it does, if it passes the test, then you recommit. Yeah. And I think a good note here is, okay, so like everybody listening, you know, you kind of know your goals. You have them listed. You either said, you know what, this is a goal that I accomplished and I need to rejoice. I need to celebrate it. And, um, you know, the second action of recommitting um, is a great one. But I want to caution, you know, as we said earlier in the episode, some personality types will be like, you know what? I'm going to recommit because that's what I set out to do. And we really want to give you the freedom in this episode to say, um, you know, maybe I don't need to recommit. You know, maybe you review those key motivations and you're like, absolutely, this is still in alignment. 
but you have some other options as well. Which brings us to action three, the third R, revise. So in this instance, as your year, your quarter is progressing, you realize one of your goals, it's not quite right. It's not working for you in the way that you originally envisioned it. So what you may need to do here is adjust it. You can adjust it uh, from a difficulty standpoint. Maybe you're way, way ahead of pace and you realized, oh man, I should have been more aggressive with this goal. You could actually up the ante and make it more difficult. Or maybe it's the other direction, right? Hey, you know, our business was going, you know, hockey stick upward and then COVID happened and now our priorities changed in terms of new client acquisition. So maybe you need to make that goal more attainable. So it's still in the discomfort zone, but it's not, you know, in a delusional zone in terms of your ability to attain it. Or maybe you just need to adjust the deadline of the goal, right? When is it going to be due? What's this? Is it going to take longer to get there? Uh, what's the scope of the goal? Think about that. So you, you, you want to keep this goal relevant, right? So when you revise, you take into account your current situation and then you bring your goal up to speed. Yeah, exactly. And I can give an example um, of this that was specifically affected by the pandemic. I had a work goal all around um, some organic search activities, and I was really excited about it. Um, And it was a goal we were pursuing for the second quarter. And so back when this all started, I kind of went through this process and realized, you know, this goal is still valid. You know, it's still really important. I'm still excited about it. You know, it, it hit all the check marks, but all of that really needed to happen was to adjust the deadline. Um, so I really easily did that, rewrote it, set it for the third quarter of this year, and we're back off to the races with that goal. Pretty straightforward. So Courtney, can you speak to, if you can, I'll help you strap on your scuba gear here and take it a level mm-hmm. deeper because some people, not to mention any specific producers of podcasts, but maybe there's some people who would feel like, oh gosh, I'm failing. If I have Mm -hmm. to revise my goal, really, it's just, I stink. And is there an emotional component that you've learned how to manage or ignore or overcome, I guess, when it comes to revising goals? Well, I mean, I think part of it for me is I know I'm playing the long game. Um, with my goal achievement. Um, And for this goal specifically, you know, I'm revising it in a way that at the end of this year, I'm still going to hopefully be rejoicing that I accomplished this goal. But I needed to use some of the tools I had um, to make that possible. You know, the other alternative is, you know, I don't hit that goal in Q2. And I have to just say like, it was a failure because, I mean, you know, we, we talk a lot about measuring the gain um, and not the gap, um, but I knew because of what was happening this year, there wasn't even going to be any gain uh, to celebrate. And so at the end of the day, if you look at the bigger picture, uh, revising this goal um, is the best way for me to be successful this year. And I think, re- you know, reframing that in your mind and giving yourself the um, permission to do that and use that tool, it, it can be really powerful in the long run. 
I agree. That's a great way to phrase it is when you think about the long game, right? I'm the kind of person who is not going to just try to grow this quarter or try to have a great year, but I'm someone that is going to play on the edge of my capabilities continually because that's the path of growth. That's the path of reaching potential and really, in my opinion, experiencing life to the full. And so when that's your perspective, when you zoom out, all of a sudden it, it makes this, this particular thing, you know, something that's more manageable from an emotional standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the fourth action, and this might be my favorite one. It's a little controversial. Uh, but the fourth action is you can remove a goal. And <gasps> yeah, I know. Uh, sometimes your goal is simply no longer relevant. Like, did you have any of those this year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I think this is true of every year, though. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think back to it, but I think there's in in the course of a year, there's at least one goal, pandemic or not, that will get removed in the yeah. course of a year because life happens, right? It's not if you have to remove a goal, it's not because you failed or the full focus systems failed or anything. That's just the nature of the game, right? Life happens and like I said earlier, Goals are designed to serve you, not the other way around. Your goals are there to be like a, a B12 shot, so to speak, to keep you energized and focused and moving forward and reaching your potential. And if a goal is pulling in the wrong direction, <laughs> you know, it's like, no, 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 no. That's not what you're yeah. here for, right? And, and if, if you can't revise it, it, it may just be, you know what, this just is not on the table anymore. Like this particular goal is just, it's too stressful to try to make that work. Or it's simply just, I think your example of getting pregnant, it's like all of a sudden, okay, this, this may need to be removed either because literally we can't do it because we're, you know, let's say you had a European trip planned in mm -hmm. December. It's like, okay, well, that's just not a goal. Or, you know, we, we need to take that off. Or maybe it's things got added on. Right. And I think that mm -hmm. is what I experienced this year. It was just, it wasn't that the goal wasn't interesting to me or relevant or even possible. It just wasn't wise in this season. Yeah. Because more got added on to my plate. I think your point of like, this happens probably every year at some point is a really good point. I think what's so interesting about this year is that life happened to all of us, you know, like we all experienced the same kind of thing that was disruptive in our world. And I, I just, part of my personality is I love, I love achieving things. I love knocking things off. And, um, but the power of knowing like I can remove a goal and that is okay. Not only is that okay, like we, we're actually encouraging you if this is not relevant anymore, do it. Like, and there is a reason we're walking you through these, like one through four, you know, this is number four on the list. We don't want you to go to your list of goals and just start like hacking away. You know, we want you to kind of walk through these R's in order. Um, but hopefully this gives you a lot of power of like, you know, life happens and, you know, I can make the changes um, to make my goals still work for me. It's a game. 
uh, how do we say it? <laughs> I, I shouldn't ask you on the podcast how we say it. What do we, we say? <laughs> we, you want to set up a game you can win. Is that what you're searching Thank for? Thank you. Yes, that's okay. exactly what I'm searching for. <laughs> um, no, you're you're totally right. I an example of this for me. I kind of preemptively removed a goal. So something that I've noticed is in times of added chaos or stress. I need to turn off the thing in me that says, hey, well, I can have up to three goals this quarter. So I need to have three goals this quarter or I need a weekly big three. So I better have three things. And what I did this past quarter was I'm actually only going to set two goals because there's already so much changing. Like in in Michael Mm -hmm. Hyatt company, we've developed new products. We've shifted some models. We've actually are having an amazing year, which is Mm -hmm. exciting, but that's because we've really rolled with the punches, right? We've shifted how we're communicating from the marketing side to our sales team and all this stuff. So there's a lot of fluctuation. And so for you, if your world's experiencing a lot of fluctuation, a lot of chaos, even as we head into the fourth quarter of the year, maybe think about almost preemptively removing something where you're just limiting your focus a little bit more and say, okay, fourth quarter, let me just have one big goal, you know, or or two goals, you know. So that's what I did this past quarter was I just limited what we typically say is, okay, no more than three per quarter. I was like, let me dial that back a little bit more because I just knew I, I needed more buffer when I, I'm in a time of more change or more chaos. Okay. So action number five is to replace. Now, Blake, we've had people that have kind of finished their goals more quickly than anticipated. And uh, even in 2020, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know them personally, but I've heard they're out there. So I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I think that is the power of the full focus system is sometimes using the system can really get you further faster um, by really harnessing that system. So if you're at that point and you've accomplished all of your goals, um, or, you know, honestly, if you've had to remove some goals that, you know, just aren't, you know, like traveling or, you know, that trip to Europe I was going to take in December, <laughs> you know, if you've had to remove those, you know, you can actually add a new goal. So like you, you just mentioned this, but we advise people to do no more than 12 goals per year and never have more than two to three per quarter. But if you get ahead, you can add new ones. And so if you're at that spot, you know, now is a great time. Um, And I, people out there may be thinking, you know what, I'm just going to chill the last part of 2020. Like I deserve to just chill. And that may be true. Um, But I want to remind you that, and I said this earlier in the episode, there is a lot of really great benefits. You will feel better working towards a goal. I'm not even saying accomplishing a goal. I just mean working towards a goal. If you're really looking for a way to end 2020 well, and you're at this spot, you know, I would encourage you to replace a goal. Add add another goal for this year. So something that I did in the first quarter was I had a specific goal that only, I thought it would only take me like, 20 days or 30 days, it was really, really important. And so, you know, I set the goal, it ended up taking me more like 45 days, but I still had, you know, half a quarter in change left. And that goal was a financial domain goal. And maybe 
you've seen, if you have a full focus planner, you've seen there's all these other life domains. If you're going to replace a goal, consider a life domain that needs some extra attention. When's the last time you set a parental goal if you're a parent or an emotional goal, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Like what does that even look like? So if you're replacing a goal, you know, I think for the fourth quarter of 2020, a lot of us probably could use maybe an emotional goal or two, like I need to process uh, everything that's happened in my heart. That's just kind of a, a freebie there. If you are replacing a goal, if all you've set is career-related goals or all you've set are health-related goals or something like that, uh, take a breath, celebrate that success, and maybe give some attention to a life domain that could use some extra love uh, with the with the time you've got. So as a reminder, if you don't like your goals or you're just not feeling the goal mojo, uh, you can keep your goals relevant by reevaluating them uh, every quarter and sorting them into these five buckets. Again, we call them the five R's. Okay. Five R's. R's. Okay, R number one is rejoice. Two, recommit. Three, revise. Four, remove. And five, replace. All right, Blake, any final thoughts for today? It feels so weird saying that. Like, we need verbs, you know? It's just, it feels weird saying verbs lines for him. Oh, verbs. <laughs> um... You know, me and Verbs had a, had a pretty nice time. You know, we had some quality time without you the other week. Yeah, that's what so, I heard. We've I'm just saying we bonded. Some, yeah, we both had some quality Verbs time lately, so. I know, it was needed. Yeah. Um, yeah, my final thought, uh, I think I would just maybe speak to this idea of feeling emotionally down about where you may be with your goals. My final thought is if you feel a little bit disappointed in yourself because of where your goals are at, that pain uh, is an opportunity, right? Pain of all kinds, typically there's there's an opportunity there. And it's, it's, it's tough, you, typically when you are feeling upset, it's not a great time to, <laughs> to hear this message, but it's true, uh, which is just your pain is uh, teaching you something. You know, I feel really bummed about this goal. And, and maybe what it's trying to tell you is, oh, you know what? My identity's really been wrapped up in whether or not I'm hitting my goals. And I need to work that out because how powerful could I be if I could set goals and kind of, I've always admired this about Michael, but he has this just kind of treating goals as an experiment, just sort of, he, he has like a safe distance, I guess, emotionally from goals. And yet he really, it's not that he doesn't try hard, doesn't care, but you can tell it's disconnected from his his self-worth, right? Or maybe the pain is speaking to you and going, oh, you know what? I really uh, did not plan enough buffer. Maybe it's as simple as that. So how could I be building in more buffer into my day? But I guess my encouragement to you is, you know, get out a pen and paper or, you know, use a, use a computer if you'd rather, but spend some time journaling about, if I feel emotionally wrapped up in this, where are my opportunities? What, what could I learn from this experience and take with me into my next goal setting round as I consider these five actions. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. If you are enjoying it, 
share it, use the hashtag focus on this podcast. And we'll be here next week with another great episode. Until then, stay Stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our new full focus planners, including our new coil format and our brown leather saddle executive planner. Get 10% off your order today at fullfocusplanner.com.